Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. We are back as Believe in Georgia Dogs on the Believe Podcast Network. And we've got an exciting show. Got a lot to talk about. Let's get it. All right, all right. Happy Tuesday evening. It is the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network. I am Corey Burton. Hopefully joining me later after his uh, after his stint as the middle school version of Bobby Cox down in South Georgia. It will be Israel Troop. If not, we'll catch up with him later on the week. But we got a lot to talk about here um, on the show. First of all, we are presented by BetOnline.ag your number one source for all your sports wagering needs. If you want to bet it, betonline.ag has it. The NBA is in full swing. Super Bowl, hopefully you made a lot of money on that. Um, but they've got NBA, M- uh, MLB right around the corner, NHL if you know how to bet on hockey, college basketball, and, uh, of course, college baseball as well uh, just kicked off. So uh, lots to bet on. They have online casino as well if you're into that kind of thing. Um, blackjack is uh, is my favorite game, so – uh, make sure you check that out. But uh, what you need to do is go to the website betonline.ag and uh, use the promo code bet. Use the code believe that's B L E A V to get a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Betonline.ag. It's where the game starts. So. Lots to talk about. Like I said, um, lots of news. Uh, the the headline of the show. Obviously, uh, Brian McClendon, the most recent thing, he leaves uh, to take the to take the wide receiver uh, slash passing game coordinator job for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I think honestly, a big loss for Georgia. Uh, they they were well. It seemed like they kindly finally kind of found their found their groove under uh, under Brian McClendon. I mean, the receivers improved drastically there was a lot of guys coming in from the portal they were starting to kind of pick up the recruiting in that position had a lot of guys on board um but he is uh you know again searching for the nfl and 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 honestly there's a lot of reasons why i i think um and, and part of it is probably pay part of it's probably title and part of it's probably the it's probably partly due to the nfl schedule and when you look at the NFL schedule, I don't blame these guys. You know, the there's a lot of college coaches in the last couple of seasons that are going to the NFL that are jettisoning uh, over there for a, a better schedule, cleaner, whatever. Uh, and and it's uh, it's just more regimented. It's more structured. Um, and, and I've said that on previous shows. The NFL is just more structured in what they do. And college football, man, it's, it's it's a grind now with NIL and transfer portal the way it is and re- having to recruit your own uh, roster as hard as you're recruiting high school kids and as, 
and as much as you're evaluating uh, transfer portal guys, I, it, it's it's a, it's brutal, man. It's not for the faint of heart. So when you when you look at those kind of things, you have to realize that it is, you know, it takes its toll on people. And if you're not seeing that upward movement that you think you need to be seeing or that you want to be seeing, why not opt for a little bit easier of a schedule, probably a pay raise, and and uh, and go. So um, I uh, I'm I'm super excited for for Coach McClendon. I, I think he's going to do well for the Bucks. I hate that he went to to the Bucks as a Falcons fan. Uh, speaking just from uh, from a fan's perspective, but now happy, happy I'm I'm genuinely happy that he got his that he got his shot in the NFL. I, I think he's a phenomenal coach. Um, like I said, did, had a lot of good relationships on the recruiting trail in both stints at Georgia. I thought he did great in, in the other uh, stops that he's been at with South Carolina, Oregon, and I believe that's it. But, um, you know, I worked alongside him very briefly when I was in the recruiting office. He was uh, – he was at the time I was graduating and transitioning out as a student assistant – he was transitioning in as a GA under Coach Richt. So uh, he did a, you know, he was somebody I talked to pretty frequently about recruits or potential preferred walk-ons and things because as the recruiting film director, um, I was kind of that first line of of uh, of eyes on guys. You know, um, the the big names, you didn't need to like filter out through through their stuff. I, I, I a lot of what I did was, um, Day to day was filtered through the recruiting bins, and I would go ask uh, B Mac is what what we called him. Uh, I would go ask B Mac like, "Hey, what do you think of this guy?" Or, "Hey, what do you think of that guy?" You know, I put some guys in the system, some receivers. You know, let me know what you think. You know, stuff like that. Um, so I, I developed a pretty good relationship with him. I'm curious to know if he still remembers who I am. Um, I know he had a very positive impact on me um, and made a really good impression on me. So. Um, Hats off to you, Coach McClendon. If you're listening to this, I hope that you are. Um, kill it in the NFL, even if you have to beat the Falcons. I guess so be it. Um, I want you to excel and, and, and thrive in, in the in the National Football League, and I, I think you'll be a, a really really good fit um, in a in a growing league. So, um, like I said, I, I think Israel's set to uh, to join here in a little bit. I'm excited. Hopefully, he does. Um, he is uh, finishing up a uh, he's finishing up a baseball uh, baseball games and stuff like that. He coaches middle school baseball um, at this moment. Um, we'll update you on his current uh, coaching situation because I think there's some stuff going on with him. So I'll let you I'll let him update you on that either today or Thursday. Hopefully it's fairly soon. Um, the comments are up. Uh, if you want to join in on the show. Uh, if you want to be a part of the show, make sure you drop a comment. We are live uh, at this moment, so make sure you drop a comment, and we'll uh, we'll be sure to uh, to get you get a hold of you. If you haven't subscribed, make sure you do that at Believe in Dogs on on social media. Um, find us on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. So uh, check us out there. Um, the goal is going to be to to uh, make more episodes, probably more frequently. So uh, that's the goal. And uh, I'm, I'm going to try to deliver that. And uh, and it, it may look a little different um, with the way that things are going um, in Israel's coaching career. Things might be ramping up. He had his third child as well, him and his wife. So congrats to them on that. Uh, so that may eat up some more time. So we'll have to kind of adjust, but I, I do want to give you more content and, and things. So um, that's uh, that's going to be kind of how we do it. And I'll update you guys as that 
uh, as that goes. So um, here's some potential candidates. Now, I went on Twitter and said, hey, look, we need to go hire Terrence Edwards. The guys, you know, and, and I'm going to ask you about this as soon as I see him, whenever that is, whenever that may be. Um, I, I, I want Terrence Edwards. I, I think Terrence Edwards should um, be considered. I don't know if he, I don't know if Terrence is interested at all. I, I don't know what his interest level is or if he's talked to anybody in regards to that. I don't know where he stands. I think he would be a great fit whether he wants it or not. I think he would be a great fit. I don't know if he wants that schedule. Um, but he is very tapped in in the state of Georgia in recruiting. He is very tapped into a lot of these top guys. I think he's somebody that uh, played at an extremely high level um, at the university, um, one of the uh, one of the best receivers in Georgia football history, uh, and you know one of my favorites. I, I think he, you know, I only overlapped with him for one for one year. My freshman year uh, was his last year, uh, and and that was. That team, that O2 team, was a lot of fun to watch. I was just a freshman student assistant there. I didn't know which way was up at that point. I was trying – my head was spinning in a lot of different directions. But Terrence Edwards was extremely fun to watch. Um, so he's I, – I, I don't know if he's a legitimate candidate. I think he should be. Um, and, he, you know, he just took the head football job at Pace Academy, I think, or Mount Perrin, uh, one of those two. Um I'll have, to look, I'll have to look that. I can't remember off the top of my head, but uh, I'll uh, I'll get that information here pretty soon. But um, looking at some of the some of the other candidates, uh, you have Joe Cox, who uh, Israel knows very very well. Had a really good connection with him. Uh, played quarterback at Georgia um, and was a part of Mike Bobo's staff at Colorado State and South Carolina. Um, he had just gotten hired as a tight ends coach at Ole Miss. Um, I'm sure that. Uh, Ole Miss will miss him, but Joe Cox coming in to uh, to coach wide receivers uh, would be uh, would be good. I don't know if they would shift some things around, but uh, they would they would try to figure some things out. But uh, I think he'd be a good fit. I think he's a good coach. I think he obviously understands what Mike Bobo wants to do. Uh, he understands the culture in Athens for sure. Uh, I think he'd be a good recruiter. He was good enough to be hired by Lane Kiffin and Nick Saban um, outside of Mike Bobo. So. Um, there's no doubt that he has some sort of coaching. Uh, he has some sort of coaching acumen uh, if he's hired by those guys. And just and a lot of a lot of people were like, "Well, it's Joe Cox. He was he was a mediocre quarterback. What could make him a re-? that playing and coaching are really two super separate things, right? I didn't play college football, but. I feel like I'm a pretty successful coach because like you have to have this analytical mindset uh, and be able to diagnose things and be able to relay that to guys who are much better uh, talent wise than you are or was ever. And uh, for a guy like Joe Cox, I, I don't think him being able to see the game, him being able to read coverages and understand tendencies and the things that go into coaching. I don't think he had problems with those. I just don't think he was as physically gifted <laughs> as he needed to be. And injuries played a part in that and some other things played a part in that. But I just don't think he was quite – I just don't think he was quite there. And that's okay. <laughs> that's perfectly fine. I mean, he started – he was a starting quarterback at the University of Georgia, something that I wasn't. So I, I can't knock his talent too too much. But um, comparatively, was was 
I, you know, I, I don't think he was as good as, as Aaron Murray and, and, uh, and those guys are, or Matt Stafford prior to that. So, um, but in a really productive guy has been an outstanding coach and, you know, uh, I think if he, if, the point is, I think is if he lands in Athens, I think that would be considered a really good hire, especially at this juncture. Um, Heinz Ward is somebody that's expressed interest in coaching. Um, he has a, a gig in the XFL, so he has been a head coach in the XFL. He has gotten a little bit of coaching under his belt. I don't know that he's ready for the recruiting aspect of it. I, I don't know if he knows exactly what he's getting into. That's more of like a risk. That's a risky hire, but well, it would be as far as namesake goes. He's one of the top. He's also one of the top wide receiver names in UGA history. So um, probably one of the most decorated as far as being a Super Bowl champion and all that good stuff and having an extremely long career in the NFL in Pittsburgh. For him, I just honestly, I just see him as more of an NFL guy, more of a professional coach, honestly. Um, I think he would do really well in the NFL um, because he has that mindset. And, and I, I think he w- he's somebody that's been in the NFL long enough and in in enough NFL circles that wouldn't shock me if eventually he ended up on Mike Tomlin's staff in Pittsburgh. Uh, that would be that would be a good hire too. So, um, but Heinz Ward's a name to look out for. I'd be interested to see kind of how he does on the non-football related stuff that he has to do. Um, just getting used to that schedule. Uh, Brandon Streeter would be a natural fit to slide up. He's currently an analyst uh, right now. He has. Uh, experience with all positions except for offensive line. He's the passing game coordinator, offensive coordinator uh, as well. Uh, he did a lot of that at, at Clemson. Uh, he's somebody that can come in and uh, somebody that can come in and, and do some great things at uh, at that position. And he's somebody that can just slide right up, and then Georgia can take their time hiring an analyst behind him. So that's somebody that that would be interesting uh, to see what happens there. Uh, James Coley. Uh, no, thanks. I don't think that's a good idea and, uh, nothing against James Coley. I I just don't think his stint Athens went that well. I I don't know that. I, I, I just don't know. Uh, maybe his South Florida recruiting prowess is something, uh, to be looked at. I don't know, but I, I think, I would rather see if there's some other candidates out there first um, before he came on board. So uh, that's uh, you know something to uh, to go on. Uh, Josh Crawford uh, from Georgia Tech. Uh, he's somebody that is uh, he's somebody that's interesting. Um, he's somebody that's tapped into the Georgia high school scene. Um, and Lonnie Galloway from UNC is somebody to, to keep an eye on. Um, Kelsey Pope from Tennessee. He's, uh, you know, he's been at Tennessee since uh, he came with Heupel. Um, he's been at Gardner-Webb, Tennessee Tech, Shorter, and Ohio Northern. So he's been kind of kicking around in the lower uh, lower levels there. Uh, Lonnie Galloway has been, rece- uh, been a wide receivers coach at West Virginia. Um, he has been at Wake Forest, back at West Virginia, Louisville. He's he's been he's been at uh, North Carolina since 2021. Came in with Mac Brown. Uh, he's passing game coordinator right now, assistant head coach and wide receivers. 
Um, he is somebody that uh, Todd Munkin looked into a few years ago. Um, so that would be an interesting, interesting name. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm definitely, definitely, um, definitely intrigued by that for sure. Um, so keep an eye out on some of these names, and I, I think you're, you're going to find some, uh, find some guys that are, uh, that are intriguing. So um, we'll keep you up to date as far as that goes. In any sort of breaking thing, we'll, uh, we'll kind of let you know uh, what's going on. But B Mac going to the NFL, man. It's uh, it's phenomenal, you know. Good for him, and uh, you know, I'm sure Kirby will find a capable replacement. But um, I, I would, I would give Terrence Edwards a shot, and then just kick the tires on it and see what's up. Guy can coach. I mean, guy's a good coach. Guy's a good trainer. He's, you know, I don't think the transition to college would be that big of a deal. I think he's kind of already in the recruiting stuff, so um, I, I just don't think it's a big deal. So. It's uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be gonna be interesting for sure. Uh, Kelsey Pope, I think, is somebody who's who's. Uh, I think they he's somebody that's gaining some steam. So um, keep an eye out for that. Um, don't think it's James Coley, <laughs> and uh, we're good with that, right? So, um, well, so yes, um, that's interesting. But uh, you know. Um, some other interesting stuff happening in football. I, I think uh, another coach that I think is firmly very comfortable right now. Uh, hopefully he's comfortable uh, because if we lose him, that would be uh, that would be a big blow. But um, Todd Hartley, man, crushing it. He is absolutely crushing it in the in the uh, transfer portal. Um, welcome to Athens. Welcome to Athens, Benjamin Urasek. Right, so. You have to ask yourself, first of all, who is Benjamin Yurasek? And second of all, what what to what do we expect from him? Um, well, I'll tell you what we're gonna expect from him. He's gonna be uh well, he's he's gonna give you a lot of athleticism, man. I, I'm I'm excited about this. I, I think he can, you know, uh, he can do a lot, man. Um uh, he is somebody that um runs really good routes. I, I think he's somebody you – know, obviously he's no, – obviously Brock Bowers is probably one of the best tight ends to ever come through UGA. Um, so I, I think it's something that you can't um, – you can't really say like, oh, he's going to be the next Brock Bowers. I don't think that's fair. But um, he is definitely somebody that I'm excited about because he is – he is super, super athletic. Um, he, he's always open. Uh, he's always, he's always, he's a good blocker. Um, he's somebody that is just a dynamic athlete, man. And I, I'm, I can't wait to see what, you know, what what happens to uh, what happens to this offense, man. There's a lot, lot of star power. I mean, you look at his stats over the past three years. He's caught 108 balls for 1,300 yards, which is great for a tight end. Um, he led the, he led Stanford in receiving in 2021 with 658. Um, he is, uh, you know, he's somebody that is, you know, the word versatile, right? Um, so I, I don't know what what's up with these Bay Area tight ends that Georgia's getting, but um, they are, whew, they are, they're good. So, um, what, uh, 
he's coming off an injury, so uh, that's something that that uh, Ron Course and his staff will have to uh, to contend with. But you know, they're just getting. I, you know, I think they're getting a really, really solid guy, man. Um, that's going to make an impact. He he can run the ball like Bowers did, and um, the way Georgia uses tight ends, I think, is uh, something that will. Um, will allow him to flourish and put some good tape out there for the NFL. Um, Yurisek, he is uh, he's going to join in with Oscar Delp, Lawson Lucky, and uh, Pierce Sperlin as guys that uh, are going to get a lot of run. I think a lot of people are probably like uh, Oscar Delp. Uh, what about him? Well, what about him? They're going to. I mean. Georgia likes to use 12 personnel. They like to run, run uh, rotate tight ends in and out. They like to go, um, they like to go a lot of different things. So I, I'm, I'm pretty confident that this won't affect Oscar Delp whatsoever. Um, and this will only add a lot of, a lot of oomph to, to the offense and an offense that doesn't lack in star power, to be honest. I mean, uh, the the transfer guys are, are going to be fun to watch in the spring. Uh, Colby Young, London Humphreys uh, are going to be extremely fun to watch. Uh, Michael Jackson is going to be extremely fun to watch. Uh, you know, the, the, see them join up with Rob Rob Thomas and and Dominic Lovett. Uh, see them uh, see them kind of flourish in this offense. Uh, you know, Carson Beck coming back is is a huge move, and unfortunately. Um, Unfortunately, the three-peat didn't happen, but, like, this team is poised to – I mean, ugh, this team is – this team is poised, man. Uh, this team is poised to make a freaking run, dude. And I'm I'm, I'm excited for it. Uh, I'm here for it. And so this is going to be um, – you, you buckle up because this is going to be a fun, fun, fun ride. So – Welcome to Athens, Benjamin Urasek. This is going to be fun, all right? This is going to be fun. So um, this, this team is going to be exciting to watch, and we're going to do more and more and more on football um, here as we go. So uh, before we wrap, before I wrap up, um, baseball is absolutely crushing it right now. And – when I say they're absolutely crushing it, uh, they 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 had a home series sweep uh, against UNC Asheville, which um, I mean it just crushing the ball all over the place. Uh, you know, you had pitching, you had good pitching. You just just like it it looked like watching them at the plate. They had an approach. Uh, I, I thought West Johnson did a good job of using the bullpen. I, I thought, um, you know, the lineup was set pretty good. Everybody had pretty good plate discipline, and and these guys look like they've been working on hitting and not just flailing at pitches. Their pitch selection was good, and they were driving the baseball, and that's what you want to see out of a baseball team. And yes, they were playing UNC Asheville, and yes, earlier tonight they absolutely destroyed Georgia State fifteen to nothing, right? Um, and and they tied a school record, hitting six bombs. Um, but it's it's a team that's well, they're hot right now. West Johnson is 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 really good, and and they have consistent energy. Um, 
you know, it doesn't matter the opponent, and it seems like the standard is the standard. That's going across a lot of a lot of sports. Uh, basketball, unfortunately, just isn't there at the end of these games. Uh, but again, much improved from from a year ago. But Charlie Condon, going back to baseball, he was on fire. Um, they clobbered ten home runs in the first three games. Um, he was 10 for 14 to start the year. Uh, Slate Alford, um, is the leadoff hitter, has been really, really good. Um, Logan Jordan. I mean, it's all about, it's been all about the bats right now, and the pitching has kind of followed uh, a little bit. Um, but, uh, you know, the pitching is going to shake out. You're, you're going to see the pitching really kind of shape out, uh, over the course of the season. But, uh, Jarvis Evans, um, He's he's going to be good. Uh, Tyler McLaughlin, Zach Harris, Daniel Patisak, DJ Radke, and Luke Will Will Luke Wiltrask Wiltrakis. No, Luke Wiltrakis. I love these names, dude. These names are tripping me up, dude. Um, so you're going to see a lot of that, and you're going to see a lot of Georgia baseball. I think they're. I mean, this is a loaded conference, man. You got Vanderbilt, LSU, Tennessee, Florida. Ole Miss, all those teams are outstanding in this league. And that's not to say like Arkansas, South Carolina are pretty good. Kentucky is usually pretty squirrely. Uh, Missouri, not so much, but, um, you know, it's the SEC, so you never know. Uh, Mississippi State won the, won the Natty a few, uh, a few years back, uh, the year after Ole Miss did. So, like, you can't count any of these teams out. So, like, the you know, Georgia is – you know, off to a hot start, which is great. Uh, but they've got to keep it up consistently, and they've got to kind of win. Um, but it, it's all about the mentality, man, and it's a mentality that, honestly, we haven't seen in Athens in quite some time. So um, keep that in mind. That's going to be fun. Uh, lastly, uh, the Georgia basketball, um, It, I, I, I don't know, man. Um, it's hard to really kind of judge Georgia basketball because they – They've been turning the ball over a lot lately. Um, they've been struggling, faltering down the stretch in a lot of their games lately. Uh, they had a lead on Florida, probably should have won on Saturday, but uh, 10 second half turnovers is not something uh, that they that's going to help them win a game, especially on the road. Um, not going scoreless for over 10 minutes. Um, it's also something, uh, but they've been, they've been on a tough skid here of late, but Again, it's one of those teams that's like they haven't played a whole lot together. The chemistry is still kind of iffy at times, and it just it shows the inexperience of playing together shows. And that's not a that's not necessarily a knock. It's not a great thing, but it's one of those things where they are playing really well at times, but like they have these they're just they just have these rough patches that. They're just crippling, and um, you know they got themselves in trouble. So uh, defensively, get this stat: Georgia's twenty-four and one when holding its opponents to less than seventy points during um, during White's uh, Mike White's tenure. So that's actually pretty cool. Uh, some positives though: Noah Thompson had uh, he had twenty-six points against Florida. Uh, he is he leads Georgia with sixteen double-digit. Uh, Point totals: Jabbar, Jabari Abdul Rahim, 
He has the most 20-point outings with four. Uh, DeMary, Silas DeMary Jr., uh, he is the only freshman to, in the SEC to start every game this season. He's averaging eight and a half points per game. Um, this is, you know, I, it, you hate to have this big losing streak, right? Um, but there's a lot of good within it, and a lot of things that a lot of these, a lot of Georgia basketball fans uh, have not seen in quite some time, which is like very good, solid team basketball, uh, and that's tough to say on on the heels of such a kind of a bad losing streak where you know you're just not sure like why this team looks uh, as bad as they do but um th- this team is drastically improved i think the mindset has improved i think there's some energy in uh stegman coliseum i i think there is uh some new some new life that's being breeded uh within this program i, I think that i think things are heading in the right direction uh they'll get a chance to kind of get back on track uh, tomorrow night on uh, at Memorial Gym in Nashville against uh, against Vandy because uh, Vandy is the worst team in the league and uh, it shows. So um, this will be a, this will be a good uh, get well game for them. I I think when you when you kind of look at it, that's what it's that's what it's going to be. So uh, I'm excited to see what the the future of this basketball program. Lots of good things going on. Uh, they just get on the same page sometimes, right? And a lot of it is ball movement, taking bad shots, um, you know, just being selfish, hurrying, rushing shots, not playing the shot clock uh, the way you need to, especially with the lead. Turning the ball over never helps uh, because once teams get on, especially on the road, once the home team gets on a gets on a run, it's 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 hard to stop, and uh, it's like an avalanche. And this is a, like the SEC is a really talented league in just about every sport now. And there's no sport where you're like, well, the SEC just doesn't take that sport seriously. That used to be the case for basketball, not anymore. So you've got, you know, you get teams that'll pounce on you if if you let them. And uh, turning the ball over certainly doesn't help. So, um, but anyway, uh, that's neither here nor there. But um, we are going to uh, we're going to leave that uh, right there. I, I think. Um, I think Israel's still in the uh, bottom of the ninth here. Uh, I think they're getting ready to go into extra innings. Uh, he's making a pitching substitution now as we speak. Uh, he's calling in the lefty uh, from the pen, and uh, they're going to try to they're going to try to close this thing out. So I have I absolutely have no clue what's going on in this game. Uh, but uh, we're going to I'm going to try to catch up with him later on this week, uh, and we're I'm going to we're going to talk about. Um, unfortunately, probably we're talking a lot about the same topics. I want to ask him about. Uh, BMAC going to the NFL, some of the candidates, and we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll probably do a better, bigger breakdown of Benjamin Urasek uh, and, and what he brings to the table. So I was kind of saving a little bit of that uh, for him because I think him and I bouncing uh, bouncing ideas off each other uh, when, when it comes to analysis is going to be uh, what you guys probably actually want to hear and scheme-wise how they're going to use him. Uh, so stay tuned for that. So we'll probably a little extra juice on on that. Um, and then just some recruiting stuff and some baseball notes and things like that. And we'll, uh, we'll get this thing cooking. So, but anyway, uh, I want to thank you guys for listening. Hopefully you find us on social media. Hopefully you find us on YouTube, subscribe. We're, we're like this close to being monetized. So make sure you, uh, make sure you get those subscriptions in there. Um, make sure you catch us, catch up with us on social media and, uh, tell a friend, tell a friend something nice and, uh, tell them, to uh, stop by over here and uh, 
We are just one of many University of Georgia shows, but we're the only one that's hosted by high school football coaches. So bear that in mind. If you want to hear two high school football coaches going, uh, you know, going on and on and on about Georgia football and Georgia basketball and Georgia baseball and Georgia athletics in general, um, this is this is the place for you right here. And uh, hopefully we're going to do that more frequently, uh, whether it's me sometimes and, and him and I. Uh, as as the main feature show and and the the rest of the week is just me setting up shows for him. I'm going to try to slowly build this thing um, into something that I think is going to be a workable model. So um, I know I know our people at Believe will uh, will will be excited about that. So um, no Israel tonight, but uh, wish him well. Hopefully uh, things are going uh, going well for him. But uh, I'm Corey Burton. Thanks for listening. This is the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network. We'll see you back here next time, but until then, go dogs. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.